Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Paso Sales Manager for Bona Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. Rob, we, uh, we've never done this show live before until the episode we did with the uh, FCICA. And that was our first live episode. And you know, when, when you go live, you know, you, you want to be careful you, you don't make any mistakes because you're live. I mean, there's a lot of people listening, right? I think we broke the world record for mistakes on a live interview. Uh, look, I, I know I'm not supposed to interrupt you anymore, but I don't care for the we broke the record. Oh, okay, so so when you, I screw up, yeah, 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 it's me, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's I, us. I didn't say anything. I, I was. Let me tell the story, please. Go ahead. So we're doing the FCICA thing. The what? FCICA? Yeah, yeah. I thought you said SCICA. No, no, FCICA. I think I got it right. Uh, and the whole time, you know, we Wayne and I, we had to do that one live. So we got together a couple of times and, you know, we we're kind of practicing because let's face it, we're not, we're movie stars. We're not actors. Okay. So we did some prepping for that. And even a half hour before we go on live, I know Wayne is nervous about me. I could tell. And we practice again. And he's like, I think you got it. That's what Wayne actually said to me. I think you <laughs> got it. And I was like, boy, I'm, I'm so happy I'm making Wayne happy. I mean, that's really what you know my life is all about lately. So they go three two, one, you know, now the people from FCICA, they get on, they're telling us what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And then it's three, two, one, the countdown and boom, Wayne goes into the, hello everybody. And welcome to another episode. He, he does the whole intro and he's knocking it out of the park. We're live. And what, I'm sorry, what was that woman's name from the FCICA? She was a sweetheart. Christine. Christine then does the intro for us. Well, I, I heard somebody interrupting me as I'm talking. Like, well, well, hold, hold, hey, wait, wait, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Um, and as, as I'm talking, I'm going, oh, what's going on here? You know, yeah. So what they, and you know what? Maybe they should have been a little bit more, they should have told us a little bit more that the FCICA on their webinar, they like to do their intro and then you do yours. But I just thought it was amazing that three, two, one, you jumped into the on the floor. You completely blew her out of the water. But she was pretty funny, too. She just, when you were done and all set, she did the FCICA intro, and we all had a good laugh. So I actually thought that was a good way to, to start the show. But, yeah, I definitely think you set a record for screwing up live from New York. The first time I ever played bingo, I was about a maybe a 10 or 11 year old kid in England. And I was in a big, big room. I don't know what this what the circumstance was, but there had to be man, there had to be 30 people in there, all adults, mostly adults. And they're playing bingo like for money. You know what I mean? Like they have professional bingo players. And I had never played bingo before. So the guy calls out, you know, I 25 or whatever, you know, and it, and I think he was on the second, the second one he called out. And I said, bingo. 
<laughs> and I raised my hand and I was like, yeah, because I, 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 I had that one, right? The whole room was laughing. And then I realized, okay, you got to get all of the numbers. The Nobody letters. really explained. No, no. You know, you just said something that there's, I didn't understand. I didn't realize this. There's professional bingo players. Oh, believe me when I tell you. There are people that have like multiple bingo things going at the same time and, and like these these uh, professional like stamps to stamp out the numbers and stuff like that. I mean, it's like a whole system. Okay. Yeah. So you just yeah. mean they're really good at it. They're not actual well professionals because I they think bingo is really kind of like luck, right? Uh, yeah, but they, these people take it to a whole nother level. I mean, okay. there's a lot writing on it. So... Um, yeah, so uh, that was my first. Uh, so maybe I get I, I go a little too quick sometimes. That was awesome. That was uh, Let's just leave it at that. that. The the best part though was how worried you were about me, mm -hmm. and I was like, "That's you know what? I think you did it on purpose just to just to let me off the hook a little yeah. bit. If something yeah. did go, hey, you know, we both messed up. But there you go. You know what? I think everybody's gonna like that show because that was live. So it was uh. That was a good one. That was a lot of fun. Well, let's and go a lot ahead. of great information on that one. Yeah, too. and and uh, we'll play this one back because I do think there's a lot of good. Uh, this this can get a lot of people out of trouble. We talk about moisture mitigation, and we definitely do take it take it deadly serious as contractors that we should. And I think this this uh, this podcast kind of uh, talks about moisture mitigation and some of the highlights that we've had over our over the uh, the last several years of doing these podcasts. Yeah, we did uh, fire safety on that. We did, uh, yeah, we did a few. So maybe this will, some of these episodes will resonate with somebody and we'll go ahead and uh, give it a listen, Rob. And welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager of Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. Okay. Hello. Wayne and Rob, um, let me just make a few announcements, if I may. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> um, Welcome to the FCICA webinar series. Thank you for joining us. This webinar will be recorded. The recorded session will be housed on the FCICA Member Center and this educational portal. Mark your calendars for these upcoming webinars. Thursday, January 20 is You Only Get One Back, So Treat It Well, a safety webinar presented by Tony Borison, Risk Consultant with Federated Insurance. And on Thursday, January 27, Graham Copa-Bianco with Novalis Innovative Flooring will present an educational webinar. Visit FCICA.com to view and register for these events. FCICA's safety book, Start With Safety, is available electronically, free to members, and printed versions are available for $185. The safety book is an essential item to have in your office and on every job site. Purchase it on FCICA's website today. For the Q&A, Please enter your questions during the program in the Q&A box. Your questions will be answered at the end of the program. Thank you for joining us for the Best of Wayne and Rob podcast live, a webinar. We are pleased to introduce our presenters, Wayne Highlander, National Sales Managers Adhesives, and Rob Johnson, Tech and Training Field Manager with Bona US. Wayne is a second generation hardwood floor contractor with over 30 years of experience on job site glue down installations from large commercial work to residential. Wayne is an 
NWFA certified in installation as well as sand and finish and has been awarded the Vanguard degree, the ambassador degree and advanced craftsman degree. His background as an installer and flooring company owner gives him a great perspective for finding solutions for the challenge. Rob is a fourth generation wood floor contractor with over 45 years of wood floor industry experience. Rob is NWFA certified for sand and finish, a certified NWFA installer, and has received the Vanguard degree. So welcome, Wayne and Rob. We're excited to have you. I'm going to turn the controls over to you. Thank you, Christine. Yes, as I said, Rob and I have a podcast. Uh, we work for Bona. The podcast comes out every Wednesday on Spotify or wherever you get your music or podcast. And we talk about all kinds of industry-related topics. And um, just uh, went over my background a little bit, but as I listened to Christine, I, re re I realized how, how absolutely old we are, Rob. Uh, it sounded much better when she does it, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, it definitely crazy. sounded better when, when she did it. But yes. you know what else is great is uh, it didn't take us long to screw things up, did it? Right out of the chute. Right out of the chute. Yeah. Right. That wasn't, uh, that was less than two seconds. We yeah. blew it. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to give, we're going to get a bell for that one. All right. Perfect. So I uh, went through my list of uh, accomplishments there, Rob. Oh, uh, I know. But um, I think they left one out there, Wayne. Don't you really? think they should have mentioned the the, uh, the big no. one, the FOY, the NWFA Floor of the Year? No, no, we're, we're not. That's not even. We're going to leave that out, Rob. It's not about that. We'll just uh, we'll go on to the next. One. Well, I'll be darned. I left. I left oh, it in there, Rob. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there geez. you go. There's a there's yeah. a picture of it. Okay. How did that find <laughs> its way in there? There you go. All right. So, Rob, we. Uh, Pretty much heard everything we need to know about you. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. And besides, after my picture, it'll be a letdown, you know, you going through your, your accomplishments. Um, that is, uh, that's a scary number, though, isn't it? 45 years. 45 long, years. A long time. <laughs> you know, we're going to do a, just a, a touch of some of the podcast episodes. We've got well over 100 uh, uh, episodes. And um, you might think this first one I'm going to start off with, you might say to yourself, well, you know what? I don't know really if this pertains to me. But every everywhere Rob goes, and when he when he does things for the NWFA, and when he's called as a speaker, and, and it, all his trainings, he's asked to talk about the fire, uh, the speech that he does. So I'm going to talk a little bit. We'll go a little bit first with the fire episode, Rob. Well, right away, I, uh, I tell everybody that the largest high rise fire that took place in the United States was back in the 90s uh, in the city of Philadelphia. And what caused it was stain rags. And it wasn't a floor guy, it was actually a painter who was uh, just doing some trim work. He left a pile of stain rags, not knowing how dangerous they were. And that's what lit the fire up. That's what started the whole thing. And the way that it works with stain rags is it's a process called oxidation. And when the stain is used, uh, mother nature wants to dry that stain, the natural oils in the stain. And you're going to do it one or two ways. You're either going to lay them out and the air is going to get to them and dry them that way, or the oxidation process, which is actually producing oxygen, but that produces heat and that heat leads to spontaneous combustion. It's one of those things that it's mother nature stuff here. It can't not happen. 
So be very careful with those stain rags. A lot of people think too, you know, it's January, it's 30 degrees in the building, but it really doesn't matter, does it? No, we were on a job one day and uh, my partner looked at me and he goes, come here, you got to see this. Uh, we looked out the window and uh, a bag of rubbish that we had, had put some stain rags in sitting on top of a snowbank had caught fire and it was in the middle of the winter. So it's really not temperature. It's just uh, Mother Nature and the chemical process of oxidation, like I said, leading to spontaneous combustion. Okay, now, Rob, before we go through the rest of these slides, um, you've ever, you know, when you're taking Pauline to a movie and you're getting ready to watch the movie, and the, before the movie comes on, the previews come on? Yeah, yes. Well, this is kind of like this. We don't need to do the whole episode, okay? We got 25 slides to go through, so we'll hit them, hit them pretty quick. You know, I, I love when you beg me to do something and then I get slapped for doing it. Yeah, uh, there you go. No good deed. You know, some of the uh, one of the nice things about having the podcast and Rob and I being around forever is we do have access to some of the best minds in this in this industry. Uh, we had an episode with John Namba uh, with claims and inspections. You know, John is a is a speaker. He's an independent industry consultant. He's an inspector. And um, you may already know the guy. I mean, if you don't, you can Google him. I mean, he's just a phenomenal wealth of information. And, you know, it's interesting. He, he talks about the, the number one cause he sees for inspections nationwide, and which is moisture related. And he talks about using proper testing tools and the protocol on the front side of the job. So especially these big, these large commercial jobs, there's a lot of liability out there. And um, he also talks about you know, another issue he's seeing a lot of now because it's changing the industry. We've gone to wider and wider plank that absolutely affects the way that we install, we acclimate and the other things that we do. And he talks about uh, popping and squeaking floors. So this episode with John Namba on claims and inspection really is a can't miss episode. The documentation part, how he was explaining that you need to document everything every day, relative humidity, moisture content, temperature of the room, and uh, he said, just in case you end up going to court and, you know, he's had to assist people in court before and be an inspector. The people who win are the people who have documentation and the people who sometimes might get jammed up are the guys who are saying, no, I did it right. But they didn't have the correct documentation. So when he got into that documentation thing, I thought that was great. So this is definitely an episode to listen to. Which ties very nicely into the my contract episode. Oh boy, here we go. My contract episode. Well, our contract episode. Sorry. My contract. The Wayne Highlander contract. You know, um, this was one of our most, uh, uh, probably the most feedback we've had in, uh, on our podcast. And uh, this is a contract I had when I was a contractor. And, um, you know, for the listeners, I told them you can you can email me and I'll send you a copy of it. My email address is wayne.highlander at bona.com. It's W-A-Y-N-E dot H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D-E-R at bona.com. You can feel free to use none of it, some of it, or all of it. Uh, except my name and my contractor's license is still on there. I see I'll have to I'll take off. But there's a lot of liability out there, and you want to make sure you you're cover yourself. And um, there's a uh, this this is a this was written by an attorney, uh, and um, the, the, another attorney made some changes to it. But I'll tell you why, and, and I'll just tell you a quick story that there was a contractor in Northern California that I, I know well, and uh, he did a job with a nice big commercial building, beautiful job, 
got paid. Everybody's happy. And a year later, he got a call to come back because the, the, the floor had cupped all over the place. And um, he said, well, you know, he did everything right. You know, and he documented everything and what have you. So when he met them, sure enough, the floor had cupped quite, quite a bit. But as he began talking to them, he realized really nobody moved into the building. None of the HVAC controls were in place. And um, so he said, you know, this clearly is not my fault. Well, they, they took him to court, which he thought, yeah, no problem. I mean, he was very confident going into court and he lost. And the reason why he lost is because the judge said he had no, nothing in his contract instructions on how to properly maintain that hardwood floor through the life of its floor. So good episode. You know, um, as much as I hate that, oh, this was the Wayne contract episode. The funny part is, even when I'm doing trainings, people come up to me and go, hey, you're Rob from the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. Hey, can you do me a favor and have Wayne send me that contract? They don't want to talk to me. They just want to talk about your contract. But to give you your props, I remember when we did this show and I started to read through some of the bullets. Now, he said a lawyer wrote it, but a lawyer didn't understand what you understood about wood floor. So I know that your fingerprint was on that, uh, especially that one that one bullet, one part of the contract where you say the homeowner is responsible for keeping proper relative humidity and temperature. And I said, wow, that is, that is brilliant. Yeah, well, I'd like to take uh, credit for it, but uh, I had very little to do with it. <laughs> All right, so, you know, we have a CEU uh, episode with Dave Darsh. I'm gonna read his title because he gets mad at me if I screw it up. Uh, he's the National Market Manager for Adhesives A&D. But Dave is an industry guy. Uh, very well spoken. His CEUs are, are sought out. You know, uh, he, he always fills up uh, his CEUs um, and travels the whole country doing this. Fantastic presenter. And one one takeaway, I think there's a, there's a lot of takeaways from here from his presentation. But one that I think will surprise people and and is that a lot of people don't specify short term and long term maintenance on their projects. The number one reason for shortened lifespan of a hardwood floor is improper maintenance. And it's so easy to do and, and actually critical to do. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a, a CEUs. If you look up in the episodes, it's CEUs with Dave Darsh. If you listen to him talk and you meet him, you'd swear he was a congressman or a senator. You wouldn't think that he's a CEU guy for Bono. Um, slip and falls, Rob. Um, we, uh, that was another great part of his presentation here. And, um, Bona makes a finish, uh, called anti-slip Bona traffic HD anti-slip. And this is just a fantastic, uh, commercial opportunity too, and commercial spaces to use this product. Uh, it meets all the American disabilities, uh, slip coefficient. It does have slip coefficient of 0.8. So that means that it uh, meets the regulations for handicap ramps. Um, just a fantastic product that's uh, one of the best products you'll ever use on stairs. Good deal. We have an, uh, uh, you know, an episode with Howard Brickman called the Howard Brickman episode, uh, which addresses acclimation. Howard Brickman is a, a, a scientist. He's very well known in the industry. I, I really think the line starts behind Howard when it comes to understanding hard, how hardwood floors. 
he does a fantastic job talking about acclimation in a way that you'll never hear from anybody else. And uh, one takeaway from this is that, and, and I think it's rule number one, really, is that you get the building ready for the flooring, and then you get the flooring ready for the building. And I've actually gone back and listened to this two or three times. And I've called my brother that who's in the contracting industry. And I've called, I said, man, you got to listen to this episode. This guy's about as close to a genius as you'll ever meet. So. I never, I remember when he uh, started talking about that and when he was talking about getting the building ready, when he was talking about was getting the building, how is that building going to be when people are in that building? Not just during construction, but. I think too many times we acclimate wood during the construction process where he was trying to tell people, no, you acclimate it for when people are going to be using the space. So I just thought that was brilliant. That really made a ton of sense and completely changed the way that uh, I looked at wood acclimation. Well, and, and between him and John Nama, you know, what always brings up, brings up the point too, is that uh, when you do, when you do the testing, really it's when you're doing the estimate. And when they're actually living in the building and what are the conditions at that point because they're going to change during construction and it's at that point when you first took those readings is where that where it's probably going to live right so yeah uh super good always good to talk to howard he's the first guest we ever brought back twice to talk about uh another topic then we have a topic called you will never think about adhesives the same way again and this one is uh, uh, near and dear to my heart because it is often, you know, as a contractor, I kind of fell into this myself and, and it, it, it comes up a lot where someone will say, for instance, okay, you got 8,000 square feet of flooring, you picked out this, say, five inch engineered uh, uh, walnut, it's, it's hand scraped or it's, it's got a ceruse finish on it or what have you, and they go into detail about the wood, but they really, then, then it's like, all right, well, then you're going to need, you know, 38 pails of adhesive. So they sell the adhesive, but they don't really sell the adhesive. You know, there's an opportunity with the, with the bone adhesives. It's the first and only Green Guard Gold certified adhesive in the industry. And with today, more people are more and more concerned about indoor air quality. And after all, the hardwood floors is probably the biggest space in the building uh, other than the walls. So they have an outsized effect on that indoor air quality. And um, if you're looking for lead points and what have you, this is a great chance to upsell and, and really separate yourself from the competition. And, um, you know, actually this certificate years ago was, was called, uh, I think it was like uh, certified safe for children, schools and hospitals, but they changed it to Green Guard Gold certification. So this was a lot of, a lot of years in the make, making to get this uh, Green Guard Gold certified and uh, something we're pretty proud of. You know, something that we talk about in our, our training schools is what a great upsell opportunity that we really never had before with other adhesives where everybody, you know, green is on everybody's mind now. It's the, it's the new way of life. And now to have a green guard gold certified product that we're putting under the floor to give you another upsell opportunity is just, just amazing. That's why I, I, Kind of laugh when I thought we were going to do this show. Oh, you'll never look at adhesives the same way again. Well, at the end of the show, I was like, he's right. I'm never looking at it. Now there's an opportunity to make a little money off of this stuff now, too. All right. So I feel kind of bad about this slide right here. Oh, I know. Working with designers and architect with Frank Copolino. You know, we had who, another picture of Frank. Who and changed that picture? I changed it. 
Yeah, oh, I okay. I get. I, I understand why. You don't want anybody. You you don't want anybody to be prettier than you. That's well, why you changed that picture. He had a nice suit on with a flower and a lapel. He was very distinguished looking. He had his arm out, relaxed. He looked beautiful. And, he uh, looked like he was yeah. in a scene from Goodfellas. Yeah, he looked like he was sitting at the Copa. What a great picture. I can't believe you took that picture out, but I, I get it. And I Nobody's supposed to be prettier than you on this show. I know he hates this picture, so. Here's the thing about Frank Coppolino. You know, there are people in this industry that you like, you need to know. You know, when we talk about architects, they have to know a little about a lot of things. When you find a guy that knows a ton about one thing, you've got a, a pretty valuable asset. And uh, his life has been in New York, working with architects and designers and specifiers and uh, the tips and techniques and things that he talks about. And he got some pretty good, funny stories about his, his life doing that and uh, wealth of information. And I said from the beginning, we're, we're very fortunate, Rob and I, to be able to have some of the best minds in the business on the show through our relationships and through over time and what have you. So uh, Frank is one of those guys. And if you do any work with designers and architect, uh, this would be a great episode. You know, you wouldn't know it looking at him. Well, I guess you would at this picture. The other picture you wouldn't know, but this picture you kind of see it. He's president of a motorcycle gang, or not a gang. The club. club. But the good work that that gang, no, no, not a gang. The good work that they do, though, for Toys or Tots uh, is just amazing what he does for the community. So uh, my hat's off to him. That's great that we have people out there like that. Actually, I think he does the largest Toys for Tots gathering, I think, in the country with the work they do. So anyhow. All right. So then we have a sustainability episode with Todd Waymiller. You know, bonus responsibility to the environment is embodied in everything we do. We're a 102-year-old company, and we there's a if you look at our lineage and where there's a lot of firsts in, in a lot of things that we do when it comes to air quality and dust containment and 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 training and those type of things. And um this is a really good episode with Todd Way Miller, and I want to apologize right off the bat for this. Rob and I got in a fight on this, on this, and we never took it out. And uh, you know, we're like brothers. Uh, sometimes we have disagreements. You can't be in a trade this long and have very definite thoughts and not be at odds at each other at times. And I'm afraid this is one of those times. I want to know what the fight was about. Yeah. Well, you were wrong. So if that helps <laughs> you, mean, of course. You know, is there anything more sustainable than wood floors? I was telling my uh, class, I'm doing a training this week in Pittsburgh, and we were talking about the sustainability part and uh, of wood floors and how many times they could be sanded correctly and whatnot. And uh, I told the class that I did a floor that was 180 years old. And then everybody started joining in the conversation of, uh, you know, we had one guy who said that, he had done a floor that was 200 years old. There's a, there's a lesson there, Rob. You never go first. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Spriglin, you know, in, in Washington, D.C., uh, Spriglin with Universal Floors has been in the, in the White House more than any uh, administration. And um, he's an expert at doing um, historical work. So you may not do a lot of historical work. Maybe you'll, you'll get a job in, a, in, a, in doing museum work or those type of buildings or historical buildings. And he's got a brilliant mind and he's made a living doing this and uh, the, his tips and techniques and things that he talks about and the challenges and the hoops you got to go through. 
uh, at times doing this type of work would help you on your estimating process. And it was a pleasure to have Sprig on. You follow Sprig on Instagram? I do, I do. Uh, his Instagram posts are gotta be some of the best stuff out there for wood floor guys. The, the projects that he works on and how they, uh, the last Instagram post that I saw, they were working on replacing, not replacing, but retaking out and redoing individual boards one at a time. Uh, his craftsmen, I mean, they just looked amazing what he was doing. So I just love the stuff that he's uh, putting out on Instagram because it's always like a history lesson, you know, with places that he's working and all in through uh, Washington, D.C. and everything. But Sprig, if you are uh, listening to the show, I'm still waiting on that hat, buddy. You still owe me a hat. Hey, I thought he gave you a hat. You were wearing it a while back. He, he, he did give me a hat, and uh, it was probably 10 years ago he gave me. It was a great hat. I don't have a lot of hats that fit me well. You know, you can see why. If there's I wasn't a even allowed to wear a hat on the show. Usually, you know, I got to have it. If there's a dude that makes a living doing historical work, gives you a hat, he, and I'm pretty sure he thinks you're going to keep it for more than 10 years. He thought that it was a sustainable hat, right? That would last 180 years. Uh, yeah. So, Sprague, okay. send me that hat, bud. Proper maintenance and recoats. Winter is coming. Rob, go. Winter is coming, and it's amazing. Right before the show, I got a text from one of our TMs up in Canada who is uh, on a commercial job. And of course we had the salt footprints once again. But what happened a few years back, about 12 years ago, the manufacturers of salt melt products uh, added a chemical to the salt, an anti-clumping agent. And what that anti-clumping does is exactly what it says. Rather than getting big giant rock pulls of clumped up salt, now it stays, uh, you know, pliable like sand. So you can toss it and move it around. It doesn't clump up anymore. But the issue that we ran into is that product is murder on wood floors or any, any type of floor. It sticks to everything. Um, once it gets on your shoes and starts dragging in, one of the best things you can do, it's pretty simple though, is walk off mats on both sides of doors, especially like we really start to see it in schools. Lots of schools were having tons of ice melt, didn't have the proper walk-off mass and everything, and that stuff just tracks everywhere. And that chemical just kind of attaches itself to the floor, and it's really, uh, it, it takes a lot of cleaning to get that up off of the floor. So that's what's happened, and that's why we're starting to see a lot of the salt calls. This episode, we'll, we'll talk about that. And... Um, and the advantage of doing, uh, you know, getting involved in maintenance and recoats, and at least to be able to educate your customers and clients. And, and um, also for an, another revenue stream, it is amazing how much money is in maintenance. We, um, if you watch an NBA game, if you watch a, a, an NCAA basketball game, there's a very high probability that you're going to see bona finish on there. And because there's bona finish on there, there's, there's likely bona cleaning products involved in that. So you, you, you probably know bona for the cleaning side of the business. Um, we excel at that, obviously, and um, that's a, a good episode to kind of get you in the knowledge there. You know, one of the recode systems that we do talk about is the guaranteed recode system, which for commercial applications is great because you have some of these floors, these wire brush floors, 
hand scraped floors that were really popular there. Um, they're a tough recoat. So we have a system where, you know, you just couldn't do the old fashioned type of screen and coat where now we have a system that gets down into all of those, uh, those surfaces that uh, you need to attack individually. Well, you brought up a, a, a good point then. If, if you're a bona territory manager, um, you, it's like if you see that machine there, the power scrubber, uh, we get, everybody gets a call three or four times a year that it was, it's a commercial job. Maybe it was a wire brush job and, the, and, and uh, sheetrock dust or whatever got down inside it and they don't know how to maintain it or get it back out of there. And uh, these machines are fantastic for that. We'll talk about our schools later on where we kind of teach uh, this whole system, but uh, uh, it should be an informative episode. We talk about the bonus system. I call this the bonus tripod. And why do I think the bonus tripod is, is number one, our environmental concerns. Number two, training. And number three, just the bonus system of products. And the thing that goes with it, and I know we're gonna talk a little bit more about training, but training is really the key to the whole bonus system, I think. Well, of course I think that because I'm in training. You, you would probably think it's adhesives, but yeah. Well, you know, we talk about sustainability. Uh, and Bona also has gone down another avenue that's a, a, in, in this industry that has opened up a, just a whole nother category for our commercial contractors, and that's renovating uh, LVT and uh, uh, linoleum floors, taking them uh, a floor that's 30 years old and completely, absolutely completely changing it, not having to worry about the removal and the asbestos and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely a good a good episode. I, I keep saying they're good episodes. I mean, we, we got over 100 episodes we went to pick these out of, but uh, this one here, I think, will resonate with a lot of people. You know, we're starting... Um, we're going to be starting our fourth year of doing this. Yeah. We're heading into the fourth year. I thought we were going to be good for maybe 10 episodes. Yeah. I thought you were going to be good for 10 episodes. I knew that I would be in my fourth year. Unlimited warranties episode. You know, adhesive is a part of a lot of people's world. And I think this is going to make a lot of people, you know, at least consider this. You know, um, are they even achievable? Uh, do they set the contract up for failure? And I, I think, you know, it's interesting that here we are in 2022 in a few days away. And one of the biggest, the bane of our, our industry is moisture. And with all the, the, the technology and all the warranties and stuff, you know, having John Nam on and, and, and Howard Rickman tell you the same thing, that is like the, the number one problem in our industry, probably shortly behind that is, uh, is labor. Probably everybody listened to this podcast or podcast, a webinar uh, would, double their, their, their uh, workforce if they could, if we had the labor. But this is an interesting one here, and we'll talk, go into detail. It'll drill down into adhesives pretty good and talk about the unlimited warranties. All right, Rob. I, I also chose this picture. They, they said you were going to be in this picture, and you are. There's your hand right over here in the corner. I don't think that's me. I'll tell you why that's not me. There is no way I would be letting a guy work into – his cord and hose. No way. He's going the wrong direction, isn't he? he? He's going the right direction, but he's working into the, you got to have that cord and hose behind you. And there's not a lot of room there behind him, but yeah, I would have swung it over the other way. 
So the training episode, as I said, uh, you know, training is in our DNA. And maybe you're you're more well equipped, Rob, to talk about this than I am. This is where you live. I'm so glad you're gonna let me talk a little bit. That's awesome. Thank you. There's nobody that invests in training like Bona. I, I mean, right off the bat, Bona has 12 brick and mortar training centers, our own training centers that we use throughout the United States and Canada. Uh, if that doesn't work for you, we bring the training out to local distributorships. We do tons of two-day, three-day, even one-day events at uh, different distributors around the country. If that doesn't work for you, if you have the space, uh, that's where I am in Pittsburgh, is we're at an individual contractor's place. What an amazing place he has here, too, to uh, do some training. So we pack up the show and we will bring that show wherever you need to be trained. Uh, nobody invests in training like Bona. We understand that if you're comfortable using the products, everybody's going to make money. I, I, meant, I mentioned the labor shortages, you know, and people will say, well, it's tough to get guys away because of labor shortage. And I really think this is such a, a reason to do training. You know, with the short staff that we have, you want to get the most out of everybody, the best practices, not have to worry about callbacks and get that out of your life. Let them make mistakes, you know, with the adhesives or the, or the sanding or whatever they want to do, the maintenance coats, let them make the mistakes in our facilities. And uh, we've got, you know, Rob is one of many trainers. We have Mike Dittma. Uh, Mike Ditma is, is, I mean, uh, when you when you look at the, if if the floor guys if there's a deck of cards, and there's four aces in the deck, he's one of those aces. We've got and and D and the whole team is just a phenomenal team. They love what they do, and uh, and the schools are fantastic. Okay, here we go again. The stair- how many times are we going to have the? We should call this the nepotism episode. How many times are we going to have John on? He is my brother. That's true. He is your brother, all right. Yes, but I'll tell you what. I mean, this, this, uh, you know, he talks about stair installations. If you have uh, uh, installers that do a lot of stairs, or maybe they don't do a lot of stairs, if you want the, an episode, listen to how they can do faster, tighter, and more accurate work. This is a, this is a must. Also, as uh, much as I, much as I tease you guys about the nepotism show. Uh, there was one point in time during this episode that I was taking notes. And as soon as we got done, I called my uh, my partner, Pete, that uh, we used to work there, and he still does a lot of stairs. I said, you got to listen to this episode. This guy has got some of the best ideas I ever heard for installing stairs. Um, the one thing that threw me on this episode, though, was when he kept saying the word door skin. Now, I guess if you're in the West Coast, you know what door skin is. It sounded like he was saying something else to me that rang with door skin. I couldn't understand why he kept saying door skin. In the East, we call it Luan. Then it kind of makes sense to me, but he did throw me for a loop. So I guess anybody in the West Coast, you know, must think I'm a knucklehead not knowing what door skin was. It's funny um, how much the industry has changed where we didn't at one time didn't want to share information between contractors that would hide what they do or they weren't very giving. One thing that's that that's, you know, you have in common with everybody that we've had on our show, you know, from from John Nama, from Howard Brickman, from Dave Dars to, to and, and now we got Chris Zizza here um, that they're so willing to give everything they have to help somebody else out. And the information that we got from Chris Zizza. 
Chris Zizza owns CNR Flooring. He's a businessman. He's a philanthropist. He's an he's a he's a speaker. I actually just wrote a cookbook that I believe now he's donating all everything to veterans, uh, uh, something to that, veterans or wounded veterans or something to that effect. This episode was interesting to me because he talked about getting an SBA loan to buy your own building and then be your own landlord and then to raise your rent. That was brilliant. That was uh, a good I had seen Chris at uh, Domatex and I, I'd known him for a few years. I played golf with him a couple of times and uh, met him um, at some contractor days. I actually went into his place of business and uh, did some individual training with his guys. And the crazy part is, is every time I see him, it's like he doesn't know who I am. I have to reintroduce myself. I bet I've met him five times. And like I said, the one time we were in a golf cart together for the day. So I, I kind of thought I was a charming guy uh, until Chris Zizza just absolutely forgets me every single time. I'm shocked. But one of the things that I loved what he did when I went to his seminar down at Domatex in Atlanta a couple of years ago was the uh, garbage bag test. And what the garbage bag test is, and I just thought it was brilliant, was you give your guys a garbage bag. And for two weeks, every product that they use, you throw into that garbage bag, whether it's a paintbrush, a piece of sandpaper, a scraper blade, whatever, everything goes into the garbage bag. And at the end of the two weeks, he empties it out on the floor and they go through each and every piece and put a price on it. And it was one of the best ways I ever thought to really know what your costs are, what your job site costs are. So I had to give him his props, but hopefully if he hears this, you know, take a look at the picture, Chris. You, I've met you a bunch of times. To be honest, I, I, I do that to people sometimes as well, but I don't want to talk to them, but you the, know. The ones, you do that to the people you don't like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know something. How um, can you not like me? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. How can so, you not like let's me? Listen to the sustainability episode and you'll find out why. So, <laughs> you know, um, the the thing about Chris, the, the episode, what we learned from him, and, you know, when you're bidding commercial work, there's, uh, it's just, a, it's all about the little things on the estimate, you know what I mean? That, that, could, that could get you. So by catching everything and knowing what your true costs are, what your real costs are, and uh, and you know going back and 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 you know you know figuring out what they are and then take that to the next job and extrapolate that out because leaving out one thing you know how it can add up in your costs over time and if you're still making that same mistake a year down the road or two years down the road or five years down the road finding that one angle that you could add more more value and add more money to the job is uh, is is pretty key. So we thought, well, how do you do an episode on the trowel? I mean, the trowel is a $7 tool, right? The a trowel, when I was a contractor, scares me to death. And to me, it's one of the scariest tools in the business. It's one of the most misused, misunderstood, taken advantage of uh, tool out there. And, you know, all a tool, all a trowel is, is a, it's a measuring device. And I'll tell you the reason why it scares me is I, I saw a trowel, a $7 trowel, stop a $70,000 check one time. Mm -hmm. And using the wrong trowel on a job, is is uh, is a death sentence if you have a problem. Doesn't matter what else went on. If you use the wrong trial, it's game over. Uh, we talked, you know, about talking with John Namba and what have you. I mean, this is a there's a there's a good lesson in this episode. 
You know, I love uh, when we start talking about adhesives and laying adhesives at training uh, training schools and guys come, they just can't wait to show off that trowel that they've been using for about 12 years. They come in and they just adore that trowel and it's just worn down to the nub. So I think one of the best ideas Mona ever did was actually putting two trowels in every bucket of adhesive. Right, whoever came up with that one, that was a... That was brilliant. Who did come up with that? Do you know? Well, you know, it's a team, it's a team sport here, Rob. Uh, so, yeah. so it was you. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Yes. Uh, all right, so, so it was a it was an okay idea, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The moisture mitigation episode. Um, you know, before I became a contractor, I was in a labor's union, labor's union 304 in uh, Hayward, California. And every day I got up, I would I would uh, place concrete or jackhammer all day. And um, it wasn't until after I got into, into the hardwood floor industry did I realize that some of the things we were doing that the poor flooring contractor would never have, never have known anything that came before them. So there's so many there, on, on this we talk about the different sources of moisture. There's some natural ones and some artificial ones. The scary thing about this is you can't see most any of these. You know, I, I was at a job site one time two weeks before the job started to make sure everybody was on schedule. And there was not one tile saw, but two, two tile saws in the middle of the, of the building and water going absolutely everywhere. Had I not gone there that day and checked, I would have never known that, you know, this, how much water they had introduced to that before my job started. We talk about Bona R540 on this episode, which is a solution for, for, for moisture uh, on, on concrete slabs and on wood subfloors. Let me talk a little bit about the R540. If that wasn't the most eye-opening information I got, uh, and I just can't wait to talk to people about it at the schools, is how it doesn't block the moisture. How blocking moisture is a bad thing, but it allows the R540, allows the moisture to mitigate through at a very slow process that doesn't disturb the structural integrity of the floor. So I just thought that was a, an eye-opening one because I think so many people just think, no, we got to block the moisture. Where Oh, that can cause a bunch of issues on its own. You know, we on this episode we talk about you know how how sometimes moisture or, or job site prep uh, calls, come, kind of falls into a gray area. You know, it, it the 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 GC might want to pass it on to the to the foreign contractor who maybe's not getting as much as he really wants for the job, and it's kind of a gray area. But I always think if we treated crown molding like we, tr we treated subfloor prep, and crown molding you can replace pretty easily. Hardwood floors is a whole different animal. So this uh, moisture mitigation episode is, uh, is a lot of information here. All right, Rob, training centers across the country. We probably have more boots on the ground than anybody. I think all, all in, we've got about 30 sales reps across the country. Uh, I think we have 12 brick and mortar locations for training across the country. We also, um, you know, uh, as Rob said, we bring it to our contractors a lot of times. We'll have it our, at our distributors. So uh, how would they get a hold of you for training, Rob? Uh, it's very simple. www.bona.com. And that brings you directly to the sign-up page for our three-day training schools. Uh, I talked about the regional training centers across the, across the, uh, the country that we have. Uh, we already have a schedule. Uh, we're, we're, we're busy this year in 2022 uh, with the training schedules, what we have. Some people weren't able to train last year. But the podcast, as I said, we we touch on a lot of different topics and, and we have fun with it. It's just, it's not all business. 
because I think it would, if, if it turned into that, it would be, uh, you know, it'd be, uh, I think, off-putting. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we realized if you want to hear a bad podcast, listen to our first one. Uh, and uh, we'd still, I don't know why we didn't just get rid of it. It was so bad. But um, we do cover a lot of topics in the industry. We have a good time with it. It's a pretty good camaraderie uh, uh, with the, you know, Rob says all the time, the, it's like a fraternity in the flooring industry. And we have a lot of great guests coming up uh, for the podcast down the road. And um, so there you go. That's kind of a touch of some of the topics that we had. And I guess from now, uh, if there's any questions out there, we'll, we'll uh, take uh, some questions, Christine. Sure. Great. Thank you so much, Wayne and Rob. Um, if the audience has any questions, please be sure to enter them in the Q&A box to the left of your screen. Um, I think some of these you may have touched on already. Um, one question is, how, how do I access the podcasts and how, or where do I find them? So I think you might have mentioned that already, but uh, the question was. Yeah. Sure. And before I forget, Christine, I don't want to forget this. I mean, the, the platform the, that the FCICA gives us to do, to do this, and I listen to the other ones, the other webinars you have, is phenomenal. The, 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 the talent that you have that come through here is an is a asset to the entire industry. And Rob and I appreciate you giving the opportunity to do this. To access the podcast, you can get on Spotify or wherever you, I think we have a YouTube, it's on YouTube now too. I don't know why they put us on YouTube, Rob. We have a face for TV. We have a face for radio. We yeah. do not have a face for TV. Yes, but it's yeah. on. And, and, you know, it was funny. I had no idea that we were on YouTube. And um, my daughter calls me one day and she goes, Dad, you have got to back off from the camera. I go, what are you talking about back off from the camera? She goes, I saw you on YouTube and you really sit way too close. You need to, you know, back off a few hundred feet. <laughs> So there's how you can you can get a hold of us. Um, uh, I, I just do it on Spotify. It comes out it comes out every Wednesday, by the way, and you can go back into the past. Uh, all the episodes are there. Great. Uh, next question. Um, well, you touched on the training already. So if they're interested in training, um, who do we contact? And is the schedule already set for 2022? Yes, the schedule is set. I actually got an email. We opened up uh, registrations yesterday i got an email this morning and it's not like i'm trying to tell everybody and get signed up quick but you might want to get signed up quick because we opened registrations yesterday and i got an email today that the new jersey school in manalpan that's one of our bigger facilities and the uh, chicago that's in palatine both of those schools were already sold out for the uh, first one we try to do two or three schools per each training center. So, but the, the first ones that are coming up, I think in March uh, are already sold out. So if you're looking to sign up for our training, uh, like I said before, it's www.bona.com. Um, we also are opened up or opening up a new training facility in Nashville. That's gonna be really nice. And Nashville is kind of a destination area now. Uh, so a lot of people like to come in. Sometimes they'll bring their wives and stay a couple of days and see the city. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah. So, and also we have a, it, it, what we're doing in Nashville is going to be pretty cool. So. Great. Thank you. Um, there's another question here and it must be relate to 
part of your conversation. How long do you need to acclimate the flooring? So I'm not sure what that pertains to. So you can address okay. that. Yep. Uh, it's funny, and I, you know, I, you hear this a lot in the industry is that, you know, I, I, well, I brought the wood in for a week, so we acclimated it, or we brought it in for three days, so the wood's acclimated, or we, you know, it was, we did it for two weeks, so it's acclimated, and, and it's, acclimation is not a, it's not a time thing, it's a science thing, uh, and, and actually, you could have a, uh, an hour-long podcast or webinar on just acclimation, and um, the episode with Howard Brickman will go into this in great detail. But you know, you want to make sure that that you a get the building ready. Make sure that's in the living conditions where where the, uh, the the occupants are going to be there, and then b bring in the wood and acclimate it. And there's a chart for every species of wood. And any, if anybody wants to really dive into this, uh, you can also email me at wayne.highlander at bona.com. I've got some uh, pretty good uh, literature we can throw you away uh, at that. So. Uh, let's see, we've got one more question here. How do we sign up for a CEU presentation? Oh, um, yeah, for CEUs, oh, wait, wait, wait a second here. Okay, uh, I'll tell you one of the easiest ways to do it. If you go to AEC Daily, that's AEC Daily, and uh, then find the CEUs, and then put in hardwood floor, and our, ours will come up with, uh, with Dave Darsh. Again, you can email me. And just like our, with our training, you know, that you could, you know, Dave does them also for, for companies for that. Just a, a particular company will want only their people there. Uh, there are times we can do that. Uh, same thing with training. If you have enough guys there that you want to do some adhesive training or what have you, we bring the training to you. So there's opportunities there. Get a hold of us. Uh, like I said, uh, training for us is pretty integral to, to what we do. So we're usually pretty accommodating. Well, uh, Wayne and Rob, it doesn't appear that there are any more additional questions. Um, so, but if there are questions um, from the audience, you can certainly email them to me and I will forward them to Rob and Wayne. Um, so then on behalf of FCICA, thank you so much, uh, Rob and Wayne for presenting today's webinar. Thank you, Christine, and happy holidays to yourself and the FCICA members and uh, and uh, the listeners. Thank, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so Christine, much. Christine, yep. thank you so much because that's the first time it's ever been Rob and Wayne. It's usually Wayne and Rob, Wayne and Rob, but I really appreciate it. I'm going to consider that a nice Christmas gift. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Rob. Yes, thank you, Rob and Wayne. Well, there you go, Rob. I, uh, I think we, uh, after the first... Uh, 0.1 second screw up into the show uh that was our first live show but more importantly I, th I think that we touched on some of the episodes i think will resonate the most with our listeners and that we think might be of the most use for our listeners and uh there again all the podcasts are on youtube or spotify or you can go back to them whatever and listen to something that might might be of concern to you or for your guys that they're working for you and uh so we hope you enjoyed it. And and that was live too. That was our first live one. Yeah. We should actually, do some more live stuff. I, I would actually like to do more live stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk to that producer. You you know her very well, Eileen? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, that was a great New Year's resolution that you had too. I'm, I know you're not a resolution guy, but I think that's a good one to just leave her feet alone for yeah i'm not too yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think Good. I've helped her as much Good. as I'm I proud. Can I'm proud of you. Good luck yeah. to that. There you go. All right. That's been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please do stay tuned for another episode.